Welcome to the Phil Nason Show, brought to you by PlayUp Sportsbook. PlayUp welcomes all bettors and offers the best prices on the market. They are also proud to be an official betting partner of the New Jersey Devils. Check them out online or in the App Store and see for yourself why PlayUp is your best bet. You're listening to a pre-recorded edition of the Phil Nason Show. The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play, and please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. I am so happy to have you here. We'll be here for a while because we're going to talk nothing but Sunday NFL football. That's right. Sunday NFL football. Week 11 is on the way and we are going to preview each and every game on the schedule for Sunday. Play Up Sportsbook is your one-stop play-up shop for all your sports betting needs. Head on over to playup.com and find out why play-up is always your best bet. And speaking of best bets, head on over to Cash with Flash Best Bets. Right now, we are firing in the NFL with a 49-29-3 record and 39-13-1 since week two. Cashwithflash.com. Head on over and cash with Flash. It's time to cue the beat. Jamie and Smith, you are in the house. Please welcome the 2-0 head coach of the Henderson Cougars. What's happening, brother? <laughs> Thank you, man. Shout out to my Cougars, man. What's going on, man? Not much, How you man. Doing? I'm doing good. I, I, I'm trying to see if you got a, a sweatshirt my size over there somewhere. Oh, we got, we got all sizes. All sizes. Extra fat guy size? <laughs> yes, we got we got for the big man. <laughs> got him for the big man. Got him for the big man, the little man, whatever. Uh, you know what? We got Do you remember when I told you I said my goal was to stay under 200 pounds? Uh-huh. I broke my goal. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm 202 now. Uh, I cried, a- but then I didn't give a shit and ate some more pizza. <laughs> <laughs> now talk to me about this basketball team of yours here real quick. Yeah, man, my uh, my team, man, we we went on the road uh, Tuesday, Wednesday night, and we got a big victory over Latonia. We went uh, across town, about an hour drive. It's in the same county and district, but still traffic and all that stuff. Uh, the girls' game went long, so our game was supposed to tip at six fifteen. We didn't tip off till after seven o'clock, so it was you know it was everything was set up to be a trap game. You get what I'm saying? I get it. Yeah. <laughs> We had everything against him. So, but you know, we pulled it out. We was up big. You know, we had a little little brain farts here and there, but they started to learn how to play together and learn the speed of the game of real basketball. So um <clears throat> they started to get it, man. So they two and oh, man. They feel they feeling great. They they feeling themselves a little bit. Um got a big game Saturday against uh Shambly, one of our rivals, in the region rival. I know they're gonna bring it. They have a pretty good coach over there. So Saturday afternoon, man. Hopefully we next time I talk to you, hopefully we get to be three and zero. 
Well, do you have a game next week at all, or just Saturday? No, it's th- nah, Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. All right. So you will tell us all about the third win in the season for the Henderson Cougars. <laughs> yes, sir. I will. Hey, congratulations, kids. Way to go. And we got some nice hoodies, too, by the way. Yeah, I, I know. I saw it. I just, Like I said, <laughs> I'm just debating on what size to get. <laughs> Any size you need. <laughs> yeah, so but I got, I, I'll get it done. I'll get it done this weekend, that's for sure. But I'll tell you what. I'm really excited for your team. I'm excited for week 11. Now, I faded tonight's game, the Thursday night game. I don't want nothing to do with that. I have this little rule, and you've heard me say this for a dozen years. I'm going to say it again. Underdogs. Oops, wrong page. Never lay minus 3.5 points or 7.5 points. Never do that. And never give up or never give or take plus 2.5 or plus six and a half, because key numbers three and seven usually come up. Teams usually either win by three or seven points in the NFL, and it's too easy to get a backdoor cover and too easy mm-hmm. to get buried. But yet we see that every single week. Now we're coming off a horrible week. We only won a little bit, three and two. That was the first mm-hmm. low week we've had in a while in football. Mm-hmm. And and I got to tell you, I've seen enough to know that if you keep Going to cash with flash best bets. I'm not blowing my own or I know. Everybody that's been around a long time knows we're going to keep this fire going. It's not basketball. The NBA. Oh, it's almost freaking un- It's unbettable. <laughs> I've I never seen anything like it. Yeah. They're making them play harder, though. That's the thing. But whatever. Let's go with this football, brother. Let's get the Detroit Lions and Cleveland Browns. Cleveland is an 11 and a half point home favorite and the total is only 43 and a half points. Okay. (sighs) Go ahead. (laughs) Go Uh, ahead. (laughs) Me and you can go start a quarterback for the Lions. I don't think it really matters. Yeah. Uh, The Browns defense, the Browns defense is going to tear these guys apart. 11 and a half, that's that, me, that's a little high, but they're in Cleveland. Probably going to be terrible weather. Jared Goff can't throw a, a football forward to save his life. No receivers to uh, to think of in Detroit. Um, they got they did draft the offensive lineman, Penny Sewell. I've been going back and forth about that with people. They're like, oh, he's great. He's an offensive line. He's, he's going to be one of the greatest offensive linemen of all time. So was Joe Thomas for the Cleveland Browns for the talent. You know, you, 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 the cupboard is dry. They play hard. I mean, I give Detroit this. They are the most interesting 0-8-1 team I've ever seen. You ain't lying uh, there. Um, <laughs> they, they just got ineptness at, at the skilled positions. But Cleveland should roll. Cleveland should roll big because their defense should roll. I wouldn't. Now, this is not a Baker Mayfield type of game, but I say their defense will get the upper hand on Detroit. So they should win. They should cover. They should beat them handily. But, yes, please take the under. Yeah, that might be the lean for me. I, I have no interest in a, a, a lot, minus 11.5 point spread, especially with Baker Mayfield as the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not going to jack up the score. He's got he He has the same problems that Detroit has. He's got injuries like crazy. You know, he's he's missing probably Nick Chubb. And he's missing Kareem Hunt. 
And mm-hmm. Odell Beckham Jr. took his talents to wherever he took them, the Los Angeles, or where, <laughs> or if he left them in New York, or I'm sorry, in New Jersey, because New York Giants don't have a home team, a, a real stadium in their home, in their state. Much like the Jets, and we'll get into both in a minute. But uh, mm-hmm. I don't like this team. I, I I'm a Cleveland Browns uh, basher, actually, and, <laughs> and I predicted them to win to get to the Super Bowl last year against Arizona. I was a year mm-hmm. off. For Arizona, I'm not so sure about the about the Browns. I don't think they they have much. I think that there's a lot going on behind the scenes. Uh, yeah. As far as Detroit goes, Jared Goff is on the questionable list. He's he's hurt his oblique, so who knows? <laughs> you know, it it just gets to the point where this is a this is just one of those games. Cleveland's a hard team to trust, Jay. You know, yeah. when you it's think about, bad. go ahead. What do you, I'm about to say. Two weeks, they go to Cincinnati and beat the living crap out of the Bills. Last week, they go to New England and get railroaded by the Patriots. And that and John Madden had a had a had a saying. I don't know if you know this or not. Right now, Cleveland is five and five. John Madden says this: "You are what your records say you are." Yep, they're an average football team. They're average. mediocre. From a betting standpoint, though, the Lions are five four zero against the spread. Oh yeah, they play hard now. They compete. The, they, the, they the Browns five five and zero against the spread, and three two and zero at home. Sadly, the Lions are zero four and one against the spread, away from um, Ford Field. I don't know. I'm fading this one. You know, I might watch it on my computer just so I can I'm laugh at my Cleveland Browns friends fan the fans. But the only time I will watch this if the Red Zone Channel just happened to go to it with somebody in the Red Zone. Okay, there's no way I'm turning to this game. And I'm a, I love the Lions. I can't wait till Thanksgiving when they beat Chicago because that's usually what they do is they cover on Thanksgiving or win. So we'll mm-hmm. have to wait and see, but I don't like this game. 49ers and Jags. Now that's an interesting one to me because there was so much going on with the 49ers. They had some injuries. You know, they had that quarterback mess at the beginning of the season mm-hmm. and now the kid Trey Lance is out and, and Jimmy Garoppolo is thrown for 300 yards in a couple <clears> straight <throat> games. And they're taking on the Jaguars in Jacksonville and the spread on this one is Jacksonville is plus six and a half. Mm-hmm. The spread, the total is 48 points. Now, why do you think it's so low, Jay? The, 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 spread, the, the spread. Why do you think the, the spread, spread is so low? Uh, I think they're giving Jack, the Cardinal Jaguars just beat Buffalo at home a couple of weeks ago. Right. So um, so they're giving it a little bit of home feel to the Jaguars. If the Jaguars didn't beat the uh, Bills, they it probably would have been a nine to 10 point spread. So I think they're, I think they're giving the Jaguars a little bit of love for their their play against the Buffalo Bills at home a couple of weeks ago. And I'm not sure, I don't have it in front of me, how San Francisco plays on the road. I know they beat Philadelphia on the road. Um, I have that stat. They're 3-1-0 three, okay. three, against the spread on the road. Okay. Um, but I think Jimmy Garoppolo, he's signing the groove. George Kittle is back. Debo Samuel looks like a beast. Um, their defense is getting a little bit healthy. They still, they're getting a little a little healthy at the uh, running back position. And let's just be frank. Let's just be honest. Kyle Shanahan is coaching for his job right now. <laughs> he is. Let's just be honest. We call a spade a spade. He's coaching for his job right now. He sure He is. can't afford a letdown in Jacksonville. He can't do it. 
he got to make the playoffs this year. So I think the San Francisco will roll. I think uh, their defense is going to have a big game against Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, poor kid, don't have anything. I, I mean, that 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 team is depleted uh, in Jacksonville. The wide receivers are depleted. Running backs are depleted. Offensive line is a mess. The defense, they got a couple of guys, Josh Allen, Miles Jack, of course. But uh, their offense is a mess. Urban Meyer is not the guy you want to lean on in tough situations. So I, I think the 49ers will cover this. They will beat the Jaguars by at least a touchdown uh, Sunday. Wow, that's a pretty bold call. You know, um, the this 49ers are 3-6-0 uh, against the spread. Jacksonville's 4-5-0 and against the spread, but this is something I dug up earlier today, and, and it was interesting to me. I don't know if what it's going to matter because I'm not going to make any plays until late Saturday night, as you know. But mm-hmm. but the Jaguars are 4-1 and one against the spread versus a team with a losing record. Mm. You know, they've played – the Jacksonville Jaguars have played pretty good since uh, Urban Meyer got caught – Doing whatever he was doing. Yeah. And he's another one who's coaching for his job. Mm-hmm. And they've done a lot better since that little outing. You know, I think it's going to be a hard deal. Elijah Mitchell broke his finger. So who knows if he's going to be around. That would mm-hmm. hurt because they've had a lot of injuries. Now, Debo Samuel's on the list, but he'll probably play. He's probable. <coughs> It's uh-huh. interesting to me. This Jacksonville team, they're not really fun to watch. No. Not even on red zone because they don't score enough to be on red zone. I mean, unless they're getting scored on. <laughs> and, 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 and You know what I mean? Yeah. But the under, these two teams are bottom 16 in points allowed. Bottom mm-hmm. 16 in points per game. These are terrible football teams with coaches who are probably overhyped. And mm. unfortunately, we've got a mess on our hands at six and a half. Now, I would say I would say that the smart money would look at that total and go under in this one. Yeah. These offenses suck. Let's face <laughs> it. Trevor Lawrence might be a great quarterback or he might not be. But he doesn't. If you don't give him any weapons and you don't protect him, what are you going to do? Yeah, we don't know. We never are going to know. And Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy's had some good games since he left the Patriots, but his best days were backing up Tom Brady. Let's be honest. I mean, <laughs> he had that kid, that rookie who can't even throw a football, who almost took his job. If he wasn't, if Trey, if Trey Lance didn't get hurt, he'd be the starting mm-hmm. quarterback, and we'd be watching the uh, the with three running backs. We'd be watching nothing but ground and pound. That's all we would be watching. And that would be sad. But now when you look at the history of these two teams, it's not good. And and when you look at the uh, numbers, it's awful. Listen to this one. The the 49ers are 0-4 against the spread in their last four games as a favorite. That's not good. I think they like to play the underdog a little bit. So I, yep. I reckon what I'm going to do is probably just look at the total in this game. We'll have to wait and see. The number, the number is bad mm-hmm. for me. A plus six and a half is a bad number. 
You can let it get to seven or let it go to six. One of the two. Right. But don't give me six and a half. I, I don't want that hook, man. And we got the yeah. Colts and the Bills. Now, this might be the best game of the early day, I think. What do you like about this? Because the Colts are seven-point road dogs, and the total, and if you're playing daily fantasy sports and daily fantasy fit, football, this got a high total of 50 and a half. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, this is going to be a shootout, man. This is going to be a shootout. Um, I like the Colts to cover this game uh, because they got a kid named Jonathan Taylor. Yes, they Jonathan do. Jonathan Taylor had, per, might be the offensive player of the year because Derrick Henry got hurt. This kid has brought life to an anemic offense. Carson Wentz, they're not asking Carson Wentz to do much because of Jonathan Taylor and, and the running backs the Colts have. I think it's going to be a back-and-forth affair. I think uh, Josh Allen, he's going to do what he do. But I think the Colts are going to hang in there to the very end um, in Orchard Park. I don't know what the weather's going to be like because, you know, the wind and all that stuff. You you know about that area more than I do. But um, I think that the Colts, man, they're playing some good football right now. They're in the mix for the for the wild card, for the AOC. Um and I think they're going to try and keep it rolling, but the Bills going to make one or two more plays at the end to pull away from the Colts. But I think the Colts can cover this plus seven. That's that's a good number, actually. You know, the 50-and-a-half is a good number, too. It, it makes me kind of nervous. Now, you asked about the weather for Sunday, mm-hmm. and it's going to be light rain throughout the day. Now, rain doesn't bother quarterbacks as much as wind does. If you watched the game mm-hmm. last night, the college football game, the uh, one we missed, the Buffalo Bulls, let us down in overtime, but they gave us what an underdog should. They gave us a chance to win, and that's all that really matters. Now, the wind, though, you're looking at a 75% chance of rain. It's going to be very humid, as you can imagine, and the wind is going to be around 15 miles an hour or more. Now, that's going to make things difficult for kickers and passers, and, and that's something right there that we have to keep keeping mind bear in mind and keep doing what we're doing now i think that the bills are a pretty good football team actually i think that they need to get up for this game i don't know that they can but you're looking at a team here listen to this jay the bull Mm -hmm. the buffalo bills are second in points per game first in points allowed they score fourth most points Mm -hmm. in the first quarter And they don't give up hardly any in the first quarter. They're just a top five team in almost every category except scoring in the second quarter and scoring allowed. They allow a lot of points, like you just alluded to, in the fourth quarter, like 7.3 points per fourth quarter. And they only score their fifth. They score 8.67, but you get up against a good team and you're going to have a hard time. But the Colts... The Colts mm-hmm. are 4-0 against the spread Uh-oh. in their last four games following against the spread loss. And, and that's something wow. that – that's a big stat right there. Mm-hmm. And that's something that makes me a little nervous, perhaps, because Indianapolis, you know, they did not cover against Jacksonville last week. Mm. That was a 10.5-point spread, and they did yeah. not cover – but they've covered four out of five when they're in that situation of failing to cover against a tomato can like Jacksonville. 
So, ah, I don't yeah, know. I watched I, that game too. Uh, Jacksonville. And Jacksonville got a couple of quirky plays to help them cover that that spread, but the uh, the Colts dominated the game throughout, though. Did they? See, I didn't yeah. see that game. I didn't see that game. I have a hard time watching like New York football teams. Mm-hmm. I just have a hard time because they all suck, except for the Bulls. Or I'm sorry, the Buffalo Bulls, the college team. I like them. And the Bills. The Bills don't suck. Um, I think they're one of the about three teams that are actually for real. We're going to talk about the Dallas Cowboys in a minute because okay. that's the team, my friend, that's for real. Dallas. Dallas mm-hmm. is one of the top teams in the in the NFL and one of the best teams I've seen in the last couple of years, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Very complete team. They did a great job last week. But the Bills game, Bills-Colts, start considering the under. Look at that weather. Make sure you're checking that weather on Sunday. Because I'm going to tell you right now, 15-mile-an-hour wind and in the rain, that's not going to be a lot of fun. And I think you're looking at a slog. And if it gets into a slog, Jay, Jonathan Taylor is going to eat them alive. He's going to crush them. He's the better he's, he's He's just, you know, think about this. This is how good Indianapolis is. Marlon Mack can't even get on the field. Yeah, and I thought he would be traded to deadline. I don't know what happened there. Um, I, 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 his agent will be on in a couple weeks, so mm-hmm. uh, we'll have to wait and see. An old friend of mine, Brian Levy from Goal Line, and, okay. and we'll have him up there. But and I'll find out then. You know, um, I, I don't like to bother him during the season if I can help it because he's busy. But this is going to be an interesting one. I would be looking at that total. And if it's raining real hard, I don't think mm-hmm. Buffalo's going to get it done. Now, this one here, <laughs> this one here, Jay, the Dolphins and the Jets. Ooh. My Jets. You want to talk about a suck fest. Ooh. You know, we have the Super Bowl and then we have the Sucker Bowl. And that's Ooh. what this game is, the Sucker Bowl. Two two letters, my good friend. P-U. Yeah, P-U. Uh. Yeah. You better be start, careful. They're going to cancel you like they canceled Pepe Le Pew. Man, that's, that's fine. I, cancel this game. Cancel this that? game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These Joe are Flacco awful teams. is starting. Uh, it's the end of Mike White season. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say. I, I honestly, I don't. And I have a beautiful, <sighs> Jay, I have a beautiful Jets hat. Mm-hmm. A beautiful one I got from Jay Fiedler. Uh-huh. A beautiful hat. Mm-hmm. And I can't wear it. I I don't often, you know, defecate in the street uh, <laughs> or have the need to. So I don't need to wear that hat to crap in. I mean, they're awful. This is a football team that's just awful. I honestly don't think the Jets have been very good since the Mark Sanchez days. But... That's you're, you're right. I mean, they had some good players, and they've had some good uh, runs. A couple AFC Championship games with Mark yeah, Sanchez, Revis Island, the, the Rich Ryan era. Yeah, you're exactly. They haven't been good since then. I'm trying to think. Now they were terrible with Geno. They were terrible with Vic. They was terrible with who else been quarterback oh, there. The God. Sam Darnold era was a bust. Yeah, his his hey, career. He got replaced by a guy who who was watching football on his couch the last six weeks. Oh, man. <laughs> he, he, and 
What's sad is the Jets got some diehard fans. Yeah. My cousin and my grand my my cousin, her grandpa grandpa, they love the Jets. My I got a good friend of mine who passed on boots. He loves the Jets. They J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. And they have and this team is so sorry. But they got a bright spot, Phil. They got one bright spot. And who is I that? Picked them up in the wave of wire and fantasy Uh-oh. about four or five weeks ago. Michael Carter. Okay. Okay. That is it for them. Okay. They, that is it. Ricky out of North Carolina. They, the quarterbacks look for him. He runs the ball. He can he get a lot of receptions, a lot of receiving yards. That's they own that's their long bright spot. Uh if Tua is the guy and who we think he is. He should go to New York Sunday and take care of business. He played okay against the Ravens. The Dolphins defense showed up, and the Dolphins defense is going to show up against the Jets. Make no doubts about it. But if Tua wants to be in the good graces of the Dolphins management and the ownership, he needs to go have a good game on on Sunday. He can't have a struggle fest with Flacco. Okay? <laughs> that's just the bottom. That's just the bottom line. See, this is a game right here I'll probably leave alone and just laugh. This okay. this you know what this game is? This game is a blunt and a forty ouncer and, and you take a nap at halftime and pretend that it never happened. Mm. That's what this is. Cause this is yep. as bad as it gets. I mean, as bad as it gets. The Finns the Finns have a passionate fan base too, as you know, and they are all mm. pretty upset over there. But you've got two teams in the bottom 25 and just about everything except for losing. They're real good at that. And covering the spread. I mean, seriously, these guys, you know, you are what your record says you are. Yeah. And the Jets are 2-7-0 and seven and oh against the spread. They're 2-2 two and two at, against the spread at home. Mm. And the Dolphins are 4-5-1 and one overall against the spread. Mm-hmm. And 1-3-0 oh against the spread as the away team. And 1-2 and two against the spread as a favorite. They don't get to be a favorite very often. You know, <laughs> the Jets are 2-7 and seven as an underdog, but then they're an mm-hmm. underdog every week. Right. If they played their if they played their travel team, they'd be an underdog. And the travel team. <laughs> if they played the Buffalo Bulls of the college of the Mid-American Conference, they Not would the be Mac. an underdog. Got to get that Maction. <laughs> Not the Mac. That Maction. Maction, baby, Maction. I can't even freaking believe I talked about this game. I, I, it's just when you look at it, and, and I know these are betting opportunities and all that, but you know the Jets, I'll, the Giants. Two things, two things I would look for. Uh, I, first off, I lean towards the under mm-hmm. in this game. Like I talked about Mike, uh, Michael Carter, but Mike Gesicki for the Dolphins, the tight end. Last week he had nine targets, zero catches. Right. Look for him to get involved early and often in this game. Well, he's going to need to. Otherwise, they're going to lose to the Jets in New Jersey, not in New York, in New Jersey. The reason being is they can't afford to pay the taxes in New York yeah. <laughs> to put a stadium. And it's not that it's any better in New Jersey, but hey, you know what? Sharing a team with sharing a stadium with another losing team is not a bad thing. And you, and you know it's fun. What's funny about that? I was listening to uh, <laughs> I was listening to the radio. They was talking about stadiums in New York and how much it costs. And that's why the New York uh, football team, New York NYCFC, hasn't moved out of Yankee Stadium yet. 
Cause they got they can't they can't afford the movie in the world. Oh, I know, so, huh? Yeah, That's awful. It's because they tax the daylights out of you. And New Jersey, their property taxes are horrific. I would, if it were me, I would move my football team to maybe Texas, where it's a little nicer over there. We'll have to wait and see. But this game is is tough. I mean, Joe Flacco, though, if there's anyone, I, I would be much more comfortable if it were Ryan Fitzpatrick. I would back the Jets. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Fitz, Fitz Magic would be in the air and life would be good. But... Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco, isn't he the guy who, when they put a window pane five yards away from the line of scrimmage and he tried to throw it, he he didn't, not only couldn't he break the glass, but he didn't even hit the damn target. Yeah, that's him. That's him. And two ain't much better. (laughs) We got two quarterbacks who are garbage. Just not good. We spent more than enough time with this game. Man. Yes, I'm. I know. Yes, we should. <laughs> we spent. We spent too much time. We should go back and talk about the Henderson Cougars, the two and Cougars. Yeah, go Cougars. Go Cougars. <laughs> oh my God! I can't believe I even talked about your wonderful team after I talked about the Mets or the mess of the Jets and the Dolphins. The Finns they drowned a long time ago. They're still trying to replace Jay Fiedler. <laughs> Seriously, Jay did a great job for them in Miami. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah. But who have they got since? Ryan Tannehill? Come on, stop. Yeah, we'll talk about him. Well, maybe yeah, now. We'll talk about him in a second. Yeah, Washington. The football team. The team is still hasn't come up with a suitable nickname to please the politically correct. And they're taking on the Carolina Panthers. I'm waiting for them to take away that next. Mm-hmm. Um, Carolina is a three-point dog at home. Is that right? Uh, yeah. This this no no they're favorites. No, they're they, yeah they're minus three. Washington's a three-point dog, and it's a forty-three and a half point spread. What in the world? What are we gonna do with this game, Jay? Hey, this is the wrong variable right here. <laughs> the wrong oh. variable. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is a great show. I think they're going to regret letting us do something like this again. Um, but seriously, though. Oh, man. What are we going to do with this oh, game? I th- Well, I, I will take the Panthers in the points. I think that the resurrection of Cameron Newton has lit a fire under this Carolina Panthers offense where they are pretty good now. At first, they've been swallowing in mediocrity for about six weeks now. Christian McCaffrey's back. Uh, DJ Moore can catch the ball again. Robbie Anderson is not complaining anymore. Cam just brought a, him and PJ Walker, I guess. I don't know who's going But I think that I like the combination of both. And that defense has been playing pretty good anyway, just the offense being anemic. Um, but I think they're going to they gonna have what it takes to stop Taylor Heineke Matter of fact, PJ Walker versus Taylor Heineke, that's the XFL bowl, by the way. Both of them play in the XFL. But there anyway, you go. Uh, <laughs> Two weeks I worth. Just think, I think Carolina, <laughs> I think Carolina, they, they find the groove a little bit. I think going out to the desert and defeating Arizona did something to their psyche, did something to their, their confidence. And I think they're going to continue to roll and they're going to be six and five. 
uh, after Sunday. But I would lean towards the under in this game. It's not going to be very high scoring, I would believe. No, I don't think so either. I, I'm not convinced about uh, my boy, the Dabber, the Dabber. I'm not convinced about Cam Newton. I don't know. Washington's looked pretty decent, though. I would think. Yeah. I mean, they they, they fought hard. They beat they, Tom Brady, them. You, but yeah, but they've got game. a good. You know what they have? They have a couple of good backs. Mm-hmm. McKissick and Gibson. Gibson, yeah. Those kids are good players. And, and, and this Gibson, I, I wish he were on a better team. You know, I, I wish yeah. he were on the Lions. I was trying to get Marlon Mack traded to the Lions, and I never got a response over that one. And, and Terry McLaurin, he does, he deserves a little bit better, too. He does, too. You know, I think I don't think Heineke is the guy, but what are you going to do? But that snapped a five-game losing streak against the spread, and you know what? They're not bad. They covered against Tampa Bay, and they might be pretty fired up over that, but, you know, as fired up as you can get, Christian McCaffrey's still a pretty good football player. Mm-hmm. And he okay, he's never gonna be one hundred percent again, probably. But mm-hmm. I, I think his fifty percent and then didn't the big kid from Ohio State, you know, the one that was yapping all the time because he got Chase Young? Yeah, he's done for the year, I heard, right? Yeah. Yep, towards ACL. That's what happens when you talk a lot and don't get it done. You know, and, and I'm sorry for him, but that's what happened. that's the way the NFL works. And he should have got it done because it's going to be hard to come back for that one, especially for a defensive lineman. I haven't seen that too often. But then again, whatever. I, I hope he does well because he was fantastic to watch his rookie season. But right. the problem is, is they all keep, you know what? He liked to talk a little bit and bulletin boards get full of those kind of things. Here, Here's the interesting stat I have. The Panthers are one in six against the spread. In their last seven games as a home favorite. Mm-hmm. They're a home favorite here. And I, I would think that three points they should be able to cover. I don't trust the total. I, I like these defenses. I think the play, though, Jay, if you're going to do this. Now, again, you can purchase my picks on Sunday at cashwithflash.com. Jay, he doesn't have to. He's got a lifetime pass. Mm, um, yes. first quarter, yes, he does, and usually we do pretty well. Damn NBA, but uh, here's what we got this is a team, the Carolina Panthers. If you're really interested in making a few bucks off this game, the first quarter is where you're gonna go, and I'm gonna tell you why because they score. Carolina is sixth in the game in scoring in the first quarter, and second in points allowed in the first quarter. And you're looking at a Washington side who's 24th in first quarter scoring and 25th in scoring allowed. I think Carolina jumps out to an early lead, and and then I think they play it, and then they just sit on it and let McCaffrey and Cam Newton run around the field a little bit, and maybe they hold it off. But that first quarter bet, I would probably pull the trigger on that one. There's your free pick in this game. Mm, I like it. Hey, why not? I mean, why not, right? So here's right. what we've got. Baltimore and the Bears. Ooh, Baltimore's a five-and-a-half-point favorite on the road, and, and but the total's 45 points. What we got here? Oh, uh, man, that's a great question. I have no clue, man. Uh, <laughs> just, <laughs> Justin Fields has progressed, but the Ravens last week, that stinker. Ew, that stinker last week in Miami, man. You got 
you got to think they got to come better than that against the Bears on Sunday. Uh, before that, um, before that game, they was talking about Lamar Jackson back in the MVP race again and all of that. Then he goes to South Beach and does absolutely nothing. He goes home <laughs> literally. Well, maybe that's not what – maybe he didn't do exactly nothing. So uh, I expect the bounce-back performance against him. But the thing about it is, can Chicago – can Justin Fields match it? Um, can it, can it, can they match, can they match, um, Lamar Jackson? Can he match his, spe- his specialness, if you will? Um, but I think the Ravens, I think they're mad. I think they're upset. I think that, uh, they're going to come out. They're going to, they're going to play hard. And I think they're going to jump out to a lead. I think the Bears, Justin Fields is not quite there yet as far as, Throwing the ball to get his team in it or stay in it. He's more of a game manager type of passer right now or a passer there up, do a little play action, roll out, this, that, and the other. So I think I'm going to go with the Ravens in the four and a half um, over the Bears. I think, that, I do think the top, the top total is going to go over. That could be, you know, I wrote a piece for BetQL in 2019. They asked me to write about win shares. And, and what I said is, I, or win totals, and I said that the defense, after that historic 2019 or 2018 season, would never be the same again because historically good means just that. It's rarely topped. And they've kind of bottomed out. I, I don't know what's going on. I think they, they messed up big time. They should have stuck with Mitch Trubisky, I think. And, and they didn't. And, you know, they didn't give him a whole lot offensively to work with as far as a line. And they just gave up on him a little too quick. And now we've got Justin Fields in there. And, you know, he sprays the ball all over the field. It's really hard to trust him. They're 24th in the in red zone efficiency. They don't get it done. They they're really bottom 20 mm-hmm. in just a, in every category except second quarter scoring allowed per game. They're seventh in the league, and they allow five and a half points per that's game. That's a hell of a stat quarter. there for you. That's a hell of a stat. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's what this is. That's who this the Bears are. I mean, they're just not good. And they're three six and zero. They're four five and zero on the against the spread, and they're two two and zero at home against the spread. They're one six and zero against the spread as an underdog. I, I think you're right. I think I think Baltimore covers the four and a half or five and a half or whatever it's going to end up. I don't see it moving anywhere. I don't see it going lower than that. Mm-hmm. It could end up going more. I think five and a half is a good price, is a good number for this. Four and a mm-hmm. half is better, obviously. The less amount of points you can have to spot Chicago, the better off always. And the number, 45 points. You're looking at a team who's, both of these are the bottom 20 in uh, points allowed. Neither defense has done a whole lot to impress. You know, I think what they'll do is, they, you know, Baltimore, Lamar Jackson, what a nice player he is, you know. He really does try. He gets a bad rap because they say all he does is run the ball. And that's mm-hmm. not true. He throws. But he's got a great relationship with the head coach over there, John Harbaugh. 
Yeah. And, and they trust each other, you know. Right. I don't know what's going on in Chicago. Matt Nagy's probably going to get fired at the end of the season. True. After he loses to Detroit on Thursday in Detroit on Thanksgiving Day, when I personally you calling walk, it? Oh, it's right. not like you calling it. I'm calling it right now. I don't even know what the spread is, and it doesn't even matter. I'm taking the Lions to win the game on the money line. Um, I might bet against them later, but the end of the day is Detroit covers on Thanksgiving, and I, and I think that's the case. But this one here, I don't see how Chicago covers. I honestly don't. When we look at what they've done over their last five games, Jay, I mean, I'm looking at their injury list right now, and, and they haven't been very good. And, and when you look at their last five games, they they didn't – let me see. They covered against uh, Pittsburgh, and they uh, didn't cover against San Francisco, Tampa Bay, or Green Bay, and they covered – with an outright win against Las Vegas. So you're mm. looking at the two games where they were, uh, let me see, they were, no, they, they don't cover at home either. They just stink. Um, good call on the Ravens. Yeah, let's get off this game. <laughs> yeah, let's get off this game. You know what? We have New Orleans and Philly. You got any love for Jalen Hurts? I have a lot of love for Jalen Hurts, even though I hate the Eagles. Oh, yeah. um, you would hate the Eagles, yeah. Because he's on one of my fantasy teams. We're winning right now because of him. Um, I, yeah, I got a lot. Of, he's getting better. He's getting better. I think the coach is starting to trust him as a quarterback instead of just doing foolishness now. So um, I like I like what he's doing. I like uh, also they got a. a um, they got a lot of injuries at the running back position right now. Miles Sanders hurt. Uh, uh, Kenny Gainwell. They got Boston Scott. But they found Jordan Howard again. Yes, that Jordan Howard. Yeah, Jordan, Jordan Howard. Howard. The 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 guy that they said couldn't play in Chicago. Yeah, that guy. They found him, and um, and he's done wonders for them. So out. So hey, good for them. Good for uh, what's we call it? Good for the Eagles. Like, I think last week going to Denver was a heck of a move for them. I think last week going to Denver was a heck of a was a heck of a win. Um, because they needed that. They needed it as a confidence booster. They needed that as a booster for the for the uh, for for the team in general. Going on a road like that against a, a, a pretty now you gotta remember now, Denver was just coming off beating the hell out of the Dallas Cowboys. So their confidence were sky. And you go and you go and lay the smack down on them um in Denver, man. Hey, that, that brings like and there okay, the Cowboys are the best team in the NFC. Okay, we know that. But that wild card, especially that seventh seed right now, it is up for grabs. It yes, is it up is. for grabs and Let's truth be told, they are right in the mix of it. They are right in the, they are right in the mix of it. So, hey, um, right now, see if I look up right now, looking at the standings, they are four and six right now. 
they are they got if it's a tiebreaker over the Panthers, they got that. If it's a tiebreaker over the Falcons, they have that. The 49ers got the tiebreaker over them. Um, but right now they're still in it. They're 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 prop they're one game out, two games out of that seventh seed. But if they can get a big victory this weekend over the Saints with the Saints scuffling on offense, hey, you never know. You never know. The Eagles have played well, haven't they? Yes. You know, and they're only a two-point favorite, one-and-a-half-point favorite. But, you know, this is a tough one because that guy, Sean Payton, is pretty good coach over there. Mm-hmm. And he's done wonders without Drew Brees, which is amazing. You know, when Drew Brees, I remember they were like 8-1 when Drew Brees didn't play. Mm-hmm. When he was on the on the team, and they've done okay this year. Jameis Winston got hurt. That's a pity. Yeah, but you know what? The Saints are four and zero against the spread in the last four games as a road underdog of a half a point to three points. That's a pretty important trend right there, and you know that makes it tough. I don't know where this line is going to end up. I can't see it going any higher than two. Maybe two and a half. Mm-hmm. 44 points, though. The total looks like you could zero in on it. If mm-hmm. it were up to me today and it's not, thank God, um, I would have to take, I would probably take New Orleans. I don't trust Jalen Hurts. I don't trust the Eagles. You know, when Miles Sanders was, was healthy, they rarely used him. And it's amazing that they use him, but they don't, they didn't use him, who was really good. And yet they trust Jordan Howard. And mm. I never understood that. So maybe there's a mix-up with the coach. Maybe he doesn't like the guy. Who knows? But at the end of the day, if I had to play it today, I would take New Orleans. We'll have to wait and see how that shakes out. But I would have to do that. I think the under, I think the under is not the play here. I think the over is. I think the weather's going to be kind of rotten on mm-hmm. the east. But I don't really care. <laughs> And I'm going to tell you why, because New Orleans is a really good football team. If Kamara plays, they kick their ass. If he doesn't play, they got a problem, you know, because the offense is really centered around him now. So <laughs> it is what it is. But Houston, yeah. Houston, Tennessee, Ryan Tannehill, oh. he's a legend. He's Because Matthew Stafford has a bye, I have to I have to start him this week, yeah. Ryan Tannehill. I, don't really I, want I think to. a lot of people have to, have to start him. Yeah, I don't think they want to start him, but I think they have to start him. You know I have I mean? a seven-game win streak. I, I want to keep winning. <laughs> you know, I started uh, out 0-3 in that damn league, and now I'm in second place. Yeah, and, and I'm winning another league with Ryan Tannehill. Um, I ain't put him off the – I ain't took him off the bench. You know, it's funny. I got, in one league, I got Jalen Hurts and Tannehill as my quarterbacks. But I just left Hurts in. I'm like, okay. I, I can't. <laughs> like, I, I can't. Because what Hurts is doing, he's getting – Rushing yards as well. That's that's what but he, he's getting. He's getting that that, that running yards, right? But um, yeah, that should steamroll the, the Houston Texans. I mean, unless they got Andre Johnson and Aaron Foster coming back, they should they should steamroll these guys. Tyrod Taylor. I mean, and and David um, Cully, the head coach of the Texans, he got them play hard. They just don't have any talent. They're just the bottom line with the Houston Texans. They don't have any talent. Uh, they're going to run the ball some, Jeremy, uh, Jeremy McNichols or whatever. But you just see, without Derrick Henry, 
they just look they look sort of out of place and they mm-hmm. have to lean more on their defense. I like the fact that their defense is stepping up more because we, we got a guy like Derrick Henry. He makes it easier for everybody. Sure. He makes it easier for both sides of the ball. The defense know they just got to hold the team here and there. Derrick Henry is going to run it down the team throat. You're on the sideline for six, seven, eight minutes as he pound guys left and right. But since he's been out, you know that the offense took a significant hit, and they know they got to step their game up. That's what's been happening. It hasn't been really been the offense that's been winning. It's been the Tennessee Titans defense. Kelvin Byer, he's going back to that Pro Bowl form from a few years ago. He's out there. He's playing outstanding. Uh, Harold Landry is a sack machine out there. You go to SoFi, SoFi Stadium, you beat the Rams on primetime. You beat the Saints at home. So that defense is going to be the reason they win the game on Sunday versus the Houston Texans. Take the Titans. Take them big in this one on Sunday. There you go. I, I'm probably going to leave it alone, but uh, in both ways, I probably won't look at it at all. We'll see. We'll have to wait and see what that line moves. I hate these kind of games with a 10-point spread, 10.5-point spread, and you got a Ryan Tannehill throwing a football. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and there's nothing wrong with him. Remember when they were on hard knocks? You said what now? Do you remember when Ryan Tannehill was on hard knocks? Yes, I do. Uh huh. His, his yeah. yeah, his wife got more yeah. play than he did. Yeah, that is true. That that Man. is that is true. That, that is true. Uh-huh. He I was another one who tried true. to replace Jay Fiedler and couldn't. <laughs> That's yeah, a they, tough they, they sold him about going house shopping and had the Texas A and M garb on. Yeah, who was the coach? Joe Philbin. Yeah, Joe Philbin Joe was, Philbin the, coach. was oh. the coach. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dolphins. It's, oh, it's, Dolphins. It's a reason why some franchises pick in the top team every year. There is, you know, and the Dolphins <laughs> have, you know, they have legendary players. They went undefeated, but that was a long time ago. And right. you're only as good as your last game. And unfortunately, the Dolphins haven't been very good. They were okay last year, ten and six, but I think they lucked out with the schedule. But this one here, now we're going to get into the gravy of the Sunday. Yes. And this ought to be real good. Yes. We have the Green Bay Packers and the Minnesota Vikings. Now, the Packers, the Vikings are, let me see what the spread is now. It's uh, Minnesota's getting two and a half at home. 49 mm-hmm. and a half point total. Packers are two um. and a half point favorites. <laughs> Oh man, I got you. Got go. You got go with A Rod, man. You got to go with Aaron Rodgers. Yes, it is a rivalry game. The Minnesota Vikings got to be the most untrustworthy team in the NFL. I mean, my God, man. They, it, 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 when you think they own something, they lose it. When when you count them out, they win. And like last week proved it. They they went. They, no one expected them to go to SoFi Stadium and beat the Chargers last week in LA. Nobody expected. Um, people expected them to beat the Cowboys at home against a backup quarterback. That didn't happen. So say what you want, say what you got, do what you got to do, and this one. But I'm not betting against that bad man, Aaron Rodgers. No, I, I tell you what, he's really taken it out of the chin the last couple of weeks. Yeah. But then when you <laughs> openly admit to going to a podcaster like Joe Rogan for medical advice, I yeah. think you know what you deserve to catch some shit. <laughs> I mean, think about it. 
Green Bay, though, two and a half point favorites or on the road. That's a nice play right there. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's one I like. And I like the Green Bay Packers. You know, if you listen to Monday's show with Michael Noonan, Michael's a lifelong Minnesota Vikings fan, like the Tarkenton days. Michael's a couple years older than me, mm-hmm. but he's very wise. If you've listened to him on our Monday show, you'll know that. He's not a homer, and he doesn't give them any chance. So I, I don't either because he watches them, and he's hardly ever wrong. You're looking at a team, the Green Bay Packers, who are 9-1-0 against the spread. Mm-hmm. That's like Dallas um, and uh, Arizona, those kind of teams. You're, you're, you're up in lofty air, and the only thing they talk about is the fact that this quarterback may or may not have been vaccinated. Who gives mm-hmm. a damn? Just play football. His teammates don't care. They all know. You think he didn't tell them? Nobody right. cares. They just want to win. And, and let me tell you this. When you score... 21 points a game like Green Bay does. But their defense, no one talks about that either. They've mm-hmm. allowed the third fewest points per game in the NFL this season. Yeah, man. I was about to bring that up, man. That, that Green Bay defense has been stifling. Stifling. They have been stifling the opponents, man. They're killing folks. That's that's a horrific thing. Here's where they get you, though. They get you in the second, they get you in the second quarter. In the first and second quarters in defense, they just mm-hmm. suck the life out of you. Yeah. Um, they really do. And it's not that they do anything special. Right. They just stick to their man. I don't think I think Minnesota's defense is, is very comparable in a lot of ways. Okay, they've mm-hmm. given up a few points, but then they've had some bad field position. You know, Kirk Cousins, he's a fantastic fantasy quarterback, or he was. I'm not so sure he is now. But in real life, uh, no. I'm sorry, no. Um, you know what you might get though? You could get a shootout in, in Minnesota, yeah. and if you do, that forty nine and a half points is going to get shattered. Um, yeah. Here's some numbers for you out there for the total. Yeah, well, I'll give you this one. The Packers are six and zero against the spread in their last six games as a favorite. Wow, they're six and zero against the spread in their last six versus the NFC. <laughs> they're five and zero against the spread in their last five road games. There's just no chance. There's always a chance, but here's the, here's your play, guys. Listen to this one: the under is seven and zero in the Packers' last seven games. Mm. The under is seven zero in Packers' last seven games following it against the spread win. Which of course we know they got one. Um, under a six and zero in Packers last six games, following a straight up win. It, it, this team plays now. Here's the here's here here's the correlation right here. This is where you start to think this might be the play. The uh, if you're if you're one of those uh, situational guys in looking at trends, the unders four and zero in the Vikings last four home games. Mm. You've got a very good situation here where you're going to have some players who are going to look to perform big. Aaron Jones is out. He's got an MCL sprain. That's not going to help the Green Bay Packers much, but they'll just plug in and play. You know, that's what they're going to do. And they should be all right. Devontae Adams is probable. Of course he's going to. If he if he has a pulse, he's going to play. You know, that's I, I'm not a big Green Bay Packers fan. 
But I sure as heck am a fan of guys who suit up and play every week and don't say anything. I like yeah, that. man. Um, yeah, the Green Bay Packers. Let me tell you um, that whatever issues they've had with Aaron Rodgers, apparently they put it past them, got up swoop on the rug. But you made a, you made some great points and great stats about their defense, and this is what they're hanging their hat on. Aaron Rodgers is not really just throwing it all over the field like that. If you watch them, they're playing defense and they're running about the AJ Dillon. Yes, they lost Aaron Jones, but they did draft A.J. Dillon last year, and now it's his time to shine. He's, he's like a bowling ball, a wrecking ball, and he's going through defenses right now. But on the flip side, Minnesota got a guy named Davin Cook. And you got Jordan Jefferson the same way. It's going to be a good game. It's going to be a good game. But I just think that Aaron Rodgers is going to make a play or two. I just got this philosophy, take the best quarterback in the situation. And Aaron Rodgers is better than Kirk Cousins. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt about that. Now we have Cincinnati traveling out to Vegas. Cincinnati is kind of in a pickle. You know, they're in third place in the FC North. And the Vegas Raiders, they've had all kinds of problems off the field and emails and car crashes. And, you know, I am so tired of people ripping on that kid. He missed the court date. Oh, was he drinking? You know what? Wouldn't you be? You're 22 years old and you're facing 21 years in prison. I think I'd probably knock a few back too. Mm. Leave that kid alone. <laughs> he didn't do nothing to you. He made a mistake. I mean, yeah. I'm, thank God I lived in Vegas when I was 22. Yeah. Thankfully, I didn't have to worry about some of those things. You know, and, and I'll bet you that every single day he regrets that. He will regret that move for the rest of his life. Yeah. Because he's a good kid, first of all, who made a bad choice. And, and let's not lose that in in all this other nonsense. But how in the Sam Hill, the Raiders are a plus one home fa- home dog. Home dog, Jay. Yeah. Uh, the Raiders are scuffling. They are scuffling. Uh, <laughs> both teams are scuffling. Yeah, both they're identical. Scuffling. When you look at them on paper, they're identical. The only difference is, is the Raiders have a long, long, long reputation for being, you know, who they are and, and having guys who do make mistakes. Right. Whereas you've got the lily white scrub Joe, Joe Burrow, and you've got, I think somebody called that kid Jamar Chase an under uh, Uncle Tom or something. Oh God! Or a wigger or something. I'm thinking. Oh, 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 oh! And I'm thinking to myself, why would you say that about that kid? Why? Because he went to LSU and and, and did his best in school. <laughs> I know lots of that. That's disappointing. You know, you right. I, I I I don't. I would hate you worse. Wait, I you know. To to make that kind of statement because the kid went to LSU and people talked to and, and what they talk about is the type of citizen he was off the field. <laughs> That's a bad thing. <laughs> right. Right. Why is that a bad thing? Uh, I, I don't know. But, uh... <laughs> We've got Henderson Cougars listening to this show, and yeah. those kids, those kids, those kids know how to toe the line, don't they, Jay? Yeah, mate. My kids are 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 solid individuals on and off the court. In the way okay. it should be. <laughs> yeah, man, but this Bengals versus Raiders game, it's like, you're right. They are identical of each other because they, they both don't have an identity right now. They don't. What are the Raiders? We have no clue. 
We have well, there are a bunch of bad guys who don't get it done, and they've been a bad guys their entire franchise career. That's why they keep moving to. That's why they keep moving cities, apparently. Yeah, and bad drafted, bad free agents, just bad decisions all the way around. And this, and this is what you get. The Bengals at the beginning of the season, nobody wasn't expecting much for the Bengals. They was on the uptick, but I just think that you cannot go to New York and lay an egg like that against Mike White. Then you lay another egg against Baker Mayfield. They can't lay any more eggs if they're trying to make these playoffs. Nope. The division is up for grabs. They go to Baltimore and and beat the living hell out of the Ravens. You go to Pittsburgh and beat the living hell out of the Steelers, and you lay eggs at home against Baker Mayfield, and you go to New York or New Jersey, and you lay eggs against the Jets, you cannot lay an egg this Sunday. They got to run the ball with Joe Mixon. They, okay, this is another thing they got to stop. Okay, Joe Burrow is the franchise quarterback, but Joe Mixon is your workhorse. Give him the ball. He should have 25 to 30 carries on Sunday. And you go do some play action, find Jamar. They're trying to feature uh, Joe Burrow in these three rivals. He was so bad that they're getting out of character. And what's happening is, you're, uh, they're getting off the field early. They're not running the time off the clock. The defense is on the field far too long, way too long. Why? Because they're not running the football. The Bengals got to get back to running the football with uh, Joe Mixon and company, even Samaj Perrine, so they can get back in their winning ways, man. I like the Bengals. I, I, you know, that's one of the teams I keep an eye on. I, I, root, for, I, I root for I keep an eye on the Bengals, but they got to get back to playing. Bingle who they football. If not, Derek Carr, he's gonna look to have a field day. And that's just one quarterback I can't trust. I no. can't, I can't. I, I mean, he's in the Tannehill, Tua, what Kirk Cousins, all, all that situation. He's like the ring leader, he's like the, the clubhouse leader of that room. I, I can't trust Derek Carr to save my life. Man. No, or anyone else's for that matter. Oh, this is a toughie because they're both four and five against the spread. They're both three and two against the spread, either at home or away in their respective uh, situations. As a favorite, the Bengals are two and two, and as and and Vegas is an underdog, is four and two. That's a low line, but I I think the play here, if if I were going to make it tonight, and thank again, thank God I don't have to, is I'm looking at this over. Mm. I'm looking at this over, and, and I'm amazed because the over is 11-0-1 in the Raiders' last 12 games as a home underdog. Mm. The over is 7-0-1 in the Raiders' eight, last eight games as a home underdog of half a point to three. Mm-hmm. Now, over is 5-0-1 in Bengals' last six games as a favorite of a half a point to three. You're looking at a lot of things there. Anything could happen in this game because technically they they're they're playing against the they're playing against the reflection in their mirror stats wise at least. You know I see that Cincinnati's a much better team in the red zone and that's fair, um, but you know uh, where they're going to catch them, the, uh, they being the Raiders is in the third quarter. That's where they're going to get them. Because mm-hmm. if they do, because they they've allowed the fourth fewest points in the third quarter of any team in the NFL this season, and I know that Burrow and company score, 
but that hasn't happened out of the locker room at halftime after the intermission in a, in a donkey's age because they haven't looked good in the last three weeks. Can they turn it around? Absolutely. That's an interesting spread. We'll we'll get into yeah. that probably. But the over, if I had to make a play tonight, I would say take the over and smile all the way to the bank. <laughs> yeah. This I would think, get right. Yeah, this is a get right game for somebody, but I, I definitely agree with you. For somebody, but who? You know, if, but who? Know. Now, nope. th- this one, this one, the Cardinals and the Seahawks, we're saving the best for last here. With Dallas and Kansas City, we're not going to touch that last game. I'm gonna, I'm gonna write that up on my site at Cash with Flash. Arizona and Seattle, two mm. and a half points. Two and a half points. <laughs> Seattle's a home dog. Yeah, I'm not touching that. Nah, I not for either. Seattle. I wouldn't either. Did you watch them last week? I watched them. It, it, it was it was it, it was it was it was watchable. All right. I mean, it, they, that offense looked terrible. They were terrible. Off. Not as bad as the Falcons right now. Well, yeah, they're it, it about in the same boat. But um, yeah, they, they see how the offense is terrible. They got to get back to running the ball field. They got to get back to running. The, they got to find a running game. They, they got to find a running back. Running back, running game, offensive. It all plays a part. You got two, you got a franchise quarterback and two franchise wide receivers. And that's it. I mean, teams just pretty much bracketing those two and say, beat me somehow. And that's not going to, this Arizona defense is op, is opportunistic. But at the same time, they got destroyed by PJ Walker last week. I mean, <laughs> so yeah. is Kyler Murray coming? I mean, was Kyler Murray coming back? That's my question. He, he may come back, but is he healthy? That's another question. Um, I think two and a half road uh home home dogs that's right on point for where it needs to be. Um, you know Seattle is always a place a tough environment to play in, but I think the Cardinals, especially Kyle Murray and DeAndre Hopkins playing, I just think they don't care about any of that. <laughs> they don't care about the twelfth man. They don't care about Russell Wilson. They just go in and go play some football. So I have no problems with that at all. So I think if Kyler Murray and in in um, DeAndre Hopkins is playing, you gotta go with the Arizona Cardinals in this in this game. You gotta you take might, it with the points. You have to because you can't play plus two and a half. That's right. tough. You might get hurt. But you know, at the end of the day, you can't play the total either unless you're gonna play under forty eight and a half. Because we don't really know what's gonna happen with Kyler Murray. We don't know what kind of uh shape he's gonna be in or Hopkins. If it were me, I wouldn't play them until they were as close to 100% as possible. Mm-hmm. Seattle's 1-4 against the spread as an underdog. They're 1-3-0 and against the spread at home. Okay, Russell Wilson missed some games, but Russell Wilson didn't look good last week. That's the first time no. he's ever been shot out no. in the NFL as a starting quarterback. First time no. he didn't score a touchdown. No. How, how is that possible? I don't know. You'll get, also give credit, like we just talked about the uh, Green Bay defense as well. Well, they're really good. And, and Aaron Rodgers said, F you, like he usually does. <laughs> I mean, that's what he does. He's got that F you act. You know, when you, you tell people you're vaccinated, you're not. Mm-hmm. That's F you. I don't care about you. Uh, you got yeah. a point. You got I, a point. I mean, think about it. It would have been better if he just said, no, and I'm not going to take your vaccine. Instead of 
talk about Joe Rogan and uh, whoever. That, I never heard his podcast. So I don't know. Who Joe Rogan. I, I like I like Joe. I like Joe Rogan. I don't listen to his podcast for medical stuff. You know, it's just for mainly his interviews with with people. Uh, the Jake Snake Roberts is one of my favorite ones. By the way. Okay. Well, anyway, Arizona is eight two and zero overall. They're seven and three against the spread. And away, they're a perfect five zero and zero against the spread. And as a favorite, they're four and two. Yeah, that's that's your play. But you want to make sure. The problem is, is once we figure out if Kyler Murray is going to play or not, that line's going to jump. Mm-hmm. Where, how far? Who knows? It could go all the way to five and a half. True. And if it did. You know, I don't know. I, I, I would have to th- really consider that. But I will say this. That's a good team Arizona has. And they're not a no. bad team without Kyler Murray. But they're just a better team. And, and that's enough for that game. You know, <laughs> I, that just doesn't... Uh, without knowing for sure, you know, the, who's going to play, that makes it so tough. Dallas and Kansas City, our last game of the night, Jay. <laughs> oh, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. I knew you'd get fired up. And we got Thanksgiving Day. We'll be sending messages between turkey legs all yes. day because my Lions are going to win and your Cowboys are going to win. Oh, we're going to play the Raiders, too. We got a boat race, though. Oh, yeah. I, I hope they win by, like, 49 and nothing. <laughs> it's probably, it's probably going to happen, too. It could. But uh, Kansas City's a two-and-a-half-point home favorite. The total's 56. Is probably the game most people are pointing to. I, I hope it turns out the way people say, and it's going to be one of these offensive shootouts. But mm-hmm. something tells me that's not going to be the case. Mm. Something tells me this is going to be a boring football game. <laughs> something tells me that the Kansas City Chiefs aren't for real anymore, but they don't have to be. You know, they <laughs> gave us so much entertainment over the last two or three seasons. You have to have a drop off at some point. You know, you can't right. keep rebuilding your offensive line and expecting it to tick. Uh, right. You can't throw your best players away just because it's something that happened and the politically correct people decided that Kareem Hunt shouldn't have been on that team. Right. And when they let him go, they let them go. That was the end for the Kansas City Chiefs because they haven't been able to replace him. They got guys, but they they get hurt. I mean, they had Le'Veon Bell. Mm-hmm. last year. Remember they called him up? I mean, the Rolodex for over the hill and and done players, they must be full of it because Andy Reid likes those guys. But I got to tell you, when you're 3-7-0 and against the spread, and you're, but you're 3-2-0 and at home, mm-hmm. all your covers have been at home. What do you think? Yeah, man. Um, the one I'm going with. No one will hear with. Minus two and a half is unplayable for me. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm taking the Cowboys in this one regardless. I think uh, I think the Cowboys going to win by a field goal. It's going to come down to a last second field goal. And I think the Cowboys going to win it. Um, Holmes going to – he found his stroke a little bit against the Raiders. We keep bringing that sorry team up. But he found his stroke a little bit against the Raiders. I still think the Chiefs going to need to run the ball, and they can't do that, and they won't do that. They're just trying to just throw it, throw it, throw it. Kelsey Hill, Miko Hardeman, uh, across the middle, this, that, and the other. And But the Cowboys, they're coming off that victory over the Falcons where they did pretty much anything they want. 
They got Gallup back who's healthy. Um, Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott, they found their, their swag back last week. Arrowhead's going to be live. But I think Dak is the perfect quarterback you would want in that situation. He loves going on the road. He loves th- those tough environments. He's, it's like he's almost in full control of everything and everybody. Uh, I'm going to be tuned in. I got to go with the Cowboys in this, uh, covering that two and a half. Yeah, uh, I think, like I said, I think they're going to kick a field. I think they're going to win by a field goal. But look, Dak, Mahomes, Dak and Mahomes, they're going to shoot it out. It's going to be a shootout. It may be a situation where the last team with the ball win the game. And hopefully, me as a Cowboys fan, yes, I'm a homer. Yes, I'm biased in this pick. I hope the Cowboys have the ball last and go down and kick the field goal to win this game. But from an analyst point of view, it, this thing can go either way. Um, if it's a 425 start, it's going to be cold. It's going to get dark. So, hey, the Cowboys, they haven't played in the cold yet. Uh, when it gets cold, it usually play. except for it's, if it's the Eagles or the Cow or the Giants. When it gets cold, you know they always it, it, it's a little shaky. But we shall see, man. This is a huge game. We had this game circled back in May when the schedule released. Like, ooh, Kansas City and Dallas. So which teams is going to show up? And thank God, Dallas off to a good start. Kansas City are finding themselves uh, again. So we won't have a stinker. So I think it's going to be a pretty good game. I don't. I think it's going to be a blowout. <laughs> Which way? I, I got Dallas all the way. Okay. I, even though I'm still salty at them for two weeks ago, not going over the total against Atlanta, yeah. that sucked. That ruined our perfect day. You remember? I was, what, 4-1, and 5-1? and one? I should have been 6-0, and oh, and I'm still upset about that. That being said, I forgive quickly. And at the end of the day, I went right back to the well, and I took them again, and, and they covered like champions. God mm-hmm. bless you, Dallas. And I'm not a Dallas Cowboys fan. I'm not a hater, though. I don't hate them. I don't mm-hmm. hate Kansas City either. But Kansas City's defense couldn't stop a broken clock. And, and that's just a reality. The teams run it up, and you're going against the top, top point scorers in the NFL. Right. With more weapons than you have. All right. When Patrick Mahomes is standing on the sideline, he's looking at the, the Kansas City Chiefs of two years ago. Mm-hmm. Ezekiel Elliott looks like a, like he's fresh out of Ohio State. Mm-hmm. He looks like he's rejuvenated his career. Yeah, he's got his guy to run behind, and that kid. I'm I don't know how much he pays those linemen in Christmas gifts, <laughs> but I'll bet you it's around a million bucks because those yeah. kid those kids. They protect him for real. You know, I like what Tony Pollard was able to do for them. But listen, listen, when Ezekiel Elliott is running the ball, they pick up the little fella. They block for him and then they go pick him up. And if you try to pile on that kid, that's over. They don't like that. So I'm sure he's got some Rolexes in their Christmas stockings. You can bet on that. Because I heard he's a very good teammate. Yeah, that's that's what I've heard. (laughs) They mm-hmm. might not, he might be a funny guy off the field, not right. a bad citizen, a funny guy. You know what I mean? He mm-hmm. has his own little world he lives in, but I'm going to tell you something. Kansas City, that whole mystique is gone now. Yep. When you score the 10th amount of points and, the tw- and allow the 20th most, and you can't find a way to be in the top 10 except for a couple little things, things right. that, you know, pff, you, good luck. 
Dallas is an offensive machine that's only stalled once this season. That's the only time they stalled, and that was the week back from the uh, Dak Prescott injury. They've only stalled one time. That that engine, even against Tampa Bay, they covered. They should have right. won. They should have yeah. won. Yeah. If, if Ezekiel Elliott was playing the way he played that now, then they would have beaten Tampa Bay. Right. And no, also, no remember, uh, Zerline missed two field goals that game. I do remember that one because I was I I have been with Dallas every single week this season. <laughs> um, I will always take the better offense every time. Right. When I mean better, I mean the more explosive. Dallas has an explosive offense. Right. They, they don't want Dak Prescott to run because they don't want him to get hurt. Stop saying those lies out there and slandering that kid when you tell folks that he's washed and he can't run anymore. No, 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 no. He, he, he unlike you, mm-hmm. he can't do his job with a broken leg. I mean, most guys at Burger King, they're, they'll take you in a wheelchair. Um, <laughs> the NFL doesn't work that way yet. And yeah. they're protecting their guy. Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush looked pretty good the other day, too, again. You know, they, they've got these two quarterbacks, whereas I don't even know. Oh, Chad Henney is the qu- backup quarterback in Kansas City. Oh, man. I, I had a – I could I... – It's awful, huh? Aitman. So we got Clint Sterner. We had uh, Hutchinson. Oh. You got Stephen McNeil. You got Romo. You got Quincy Carter. Uh, I mean, Stephen McGee. You got Quincy Carter. You got uh, uh, Anthony Banks, Randall Cunningham, not Anthony, Tony Banks, Anthony Wright, Randall Cunningham, Quincy Carter, Drew Henson, uh, Chad Hudson. Oh, my God. I just got fat. I just got nightmares again. Oh, I'm sorry, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to I'm gonna wake you up from that dream, that bad dream. Thank you, sir. Cowboys are 5-0 and against the spread in their last five games as an underdog. Mm-hmm. That's enough right there. That's enough right there. The Chiefs are 0-5 against the spread in their last five games following an against-the-spread win. They ain't winning. I think Dallas wins this game. If I had to make a play tonight, I would take Dallas on the money line at plus mm. 130 and catch me a dog because we're going to go for our seventh dog, and we're <laughs> going to get it right here. Great stuff today, man. Hey, great, man. Hey, that was, that was some hard-hitting stuff right there. We had no choice, you know. We did what we had to do. But uh, you can find Jamie and over at MrOutOfLine.com. Once again, big shout-out to the Henderson Cougars. Young fellas, well done. I'm very proud of you. I hope to get down there before the season's over. I have to go see the Atlanta Legends play, too. Maybe I can kill two birds with one stone. You can find Jamie and over at MrOutOfLine on Twitter. And that's going to wrap it up for today's show. Don't forget, play up Sportsbook, the greatest lines the best customer service. Sign up for an account at playup.com and find out why they are your always your best bet. Don't forget Cash with Flash Best Bets. We'll have football picks, premium picks for you up there probably Saturday afternoon. Until next time, you all take care of yourselves. Be good. And most importantly, Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you. My father thanks you. My sister thanks you. And I thank you. 
Thanks for listening to The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play. And please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page.